Inside the Trail Lunchbox today, a couple minutes past 12 noon, KDTR-FM of Florence, Missoula. Mike Smith live in the uh, Lunchbox today. Rachel Gregg of the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, which gets underway tomorrow. You look really good for being as busy. Hey, and, thanks. And, uh, and, and cre- this is where you really earn your... Uh, Earn the earn the salary. Man, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel good. Yeah, we're we're ready to roll. I'm excited. Um we had a director in yesterday and the uh, we're going to be doing that in the days to come. Awesome. Along with our sister stations, 1029 ESPN will be doing some interviews on Nuanas now uh, between uh, 4 and 6 o'clock every Monday through Friday. And then Aubrey on 104.5 is going to be uh, focusing on uh, some of the kids things. I'll have a few of the kid, the uh, child, the, uh, the directors youths. and the yes. youths. Thank you. It's like, well, they're teenagers, they really, teenagers. right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, how long have you been at the helm of Big Sky Doc Fest? This is my eighth festival. Has it been that long? It has. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been such an incredible run. And yeah, it feels really good to be just on the precipice to kick things off opening night tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Let's run down that opening night, okay. shall we? Yes, please. Okay, so it kicks off with? Kicks off with 399 Queen of the Tetons. Uh, this film is about Grizzly 399. She's kind of a celebrity in the um, greater Yellowstone ecosystem. Watch. Whether she knows it or she knows it. She knows She's it. Like, that's okay. kind of what the film is about, is that complicated relationship she has with people that's kind of unique in her case. So. How amazing are grizzly bears? So amazing. That's the, I know that's yeah. the most you know basic statement. For but. sure. And it's, you know, they're obviously uh, something we're close to here and, and, and live amongst them and yeah. beside them. And, you know, that's kind of part of the film, of course. Um, and it's also really interesting timing for this to be our opening night film since there's talk about delisting grizzlies right. in, in right. the West so it, or in the U.S., of course. So, yeah, it should be a really interesting show tomorrow night. And, oh, my gosh, it's uh, it's going to sell out, Mike. So if people want to go to that, totally. go buy your tickets ASAP. I'd like to think that we have uh, thrown some uh, interesting stuff on that conversation. I had Rick Bass author Rick Bass in here uh, a few weeks ago to awesome. talk about the uh, their film yes. and it was all grizzly centric and it was a big grizzly bear event Indeed. of course uh, like proponents of the grizzly and I think we sort of have these two competing thoughts mm-hmm. in Montana right certainly a lot of people that are like well I don't know as much about it sure that would be all the more reason to go to the film yeah absolutely i think it's going to start some good conversations where it helps you kind of understand many perspectives from you know just the general citizens who go to the teton national park and know this bear and have seen her yeah. you know seeing a bear is really special um but also how, how that becomes complicated in terms of her cubs getting getting into town and messing with with people's stuff yeah, and right, understanding right. where those boundaries need to be how we manage those things hearing from experts on on um, kind of what's ahead with that kind of stuff. So it, yeah, I'm excited. It's sort of a time time old, uh, you know, Western tale, but you know, we keep pushing those boundaries. We keep pushing into these natural right. spaces. Totally. And then we think, oh, that's a problem bear. Is it a problem mm. bear? You know, what's, 
What and who is the problem? Yeah, 399 is so intelligent. She knows that bringing her cubs close to humans protects her cubs from other predators. Uh, and That's then the flip side of that is that then they get very used to humans and that can end up being a dangerous or messy or otherwise complicated relationship. And that's not good, whatever the wild creature is. You really sure. don't even want these squirrels to be too friendly in town. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. They'll mess up, man. Don't take my sandwich. So uh, that is how we are kicking it off. Known only by her research number, Grizzly 399, captivated photographers since 2007. The runtime on that is uh, 90 minutes. Mm-hmm is the director and producer here at the festival. Yes, indeed. Elizabeth Leiter, the director, is here with us, as well as um, some of her filmmaking team and some of the um, subjects of the film, including cool. uh, photographers who have been following 399 for many years. The only one missing is 399. Uh, she will yeah, not be in attendance. I don't think he's coming. Down there. I hope, hope not. Dealing with ways. the cubs <laughs> as the mama bear. <laughs> so you can, uh, there's a couple of different options. I'm thinking, man, get your in-person tickets. Go to BigSkyFilmFest.org. Again, I'm talking to Rachel Gregg of the uh, DocFest. Go to uh, buy in-person tickets, click and get your tickets for Friday, 7 o'clock at the Wilma Theater. And then there's this other option, uh, which is a great option, homebound or maybe just somebody who is in love with their couch. (laughs) You can watch online. You can. It's pretty special. This is a world premiere film and we don't always have the opportunity to put world premieres in our virtual festival. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know that 399 has followers all over the world. So it's a great way for lots of people to be able to see the film if you're not here in Missoula, but it is going to be a special night tomorrow night if you are here. So you, uh, what I love about the DocFest website, uh, is it's really easy to navigate and that's uh there's a lot of information on there but this one would come under uh, nature and environment contemporary culture Mm -hmm. and it's an award winning uh it's part of the competition right and it's a world premiere so you can look up films that way you can uh you can look up the schedule you can check out the reel and uh everything else what are you excited about this time uh around for the festival are there any films that that are kind of rising to the top besides this uh, opening night. Yeah, you know, um, we have 150 films in the oh, program right. so, this year. It's always so hard to pick one or two. Um, but we we have, again, those easy ways to find um, stuff you're interested in, just kind mm-hmm. of by category. But also this year we have a special um, focus on films around civics and freedom and democracy, cool. giving us some of that language to understand this interesting area we're going into. So those are exciting to me. We even have a four-hour film film showing on President's Day. So if you don't have anything going for your holiday Monday, that might be cool. Go ahead and check that out. <laughs> I love the idea of, um, well, the weather is going to kind of be conducive to going inside and watching a film. Amen. You know, warm theater, hot popcorn mm-hmm. and uh, interesting topics. Yes. And lots of cool artists here from around the world. We're going to have 250 filmmakers at least here in Missoula with us over the next 10 days. It's really interesting. The filmmakers are here uh, to accompany their film. And um, it's a it's a really interesting little culture that goes on where they get to meet each other. Yeah, that, and, that's kind of a bonus for them. Of course, they've been working for years thinking about bringing these films to audiences. Mm-hmm. And then the bonus uh, is that we also have a conference and lots of ways for those folks to network with each other. You know, it's like a, it's like a if you go to a, a plumbing conference as a plumber, this is a filmmaking right, conference for, right. for filmmakers. So it's a great way to do, for them to access some professional development and networking and also just to kind of hang out and party in Missoula. <laughs> I know my wife, Beth, like other uh, 
film uh, documentary enthusiast has her book uh, and is beginning to mark it up. Oh, yeah. And put little, uh, you know, dog ear various pages. But this one just jumped out at me. Goth Cruise <laughs> from the United Kingdom. Picture someone who's goth. Okay, these would be the goth music followers <laughs> or like think Robert Smith. Yes. Right. Or. Or the band Bauhaus. I don't <laughs> know that many other goth bands per se. <laughs> maybe they pay. Maybe they're pale and wearing all black. But the goth cruise follows 150 of them onto a boat, taking part in the absolute antithesis of goth: a cruise in the blazing sunshine. I'm there. Oh my god, it's so great. That's actually part of a program we're doing a retrospective on Jeannie Finley's films that she's been making over the last uh, 15 years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Goth Cruise. Um, we've got uh, the great hip hop hoax. She's got her new film, Your Fat Friend. She's I'm seeing got, that right now. Your yep, Fat Friend, sure. She's got an amazing collection of lots of portraits and kind of um, back alley stories that are really a little bit lighter on the lighter side, which is exciting when it comes to documentary programming. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, of course, Jeannie will be here for all those Q&As. She is a delightful British filmmaker who's coming back to Big Sky after her first festival experience here back in 2008. She looks like a lot of fun. She's She just, the picture of her looks like um, she has a lot of fun. So this idea of on uh, the civics and, you know, we're going into a weird year. Yeah. Things are going to get strange, to say the least. Right. Things are going to get, you're going to hear a lot mm-hmm. and, and maybe going to the Big Sky Doc Fest is a primer yeah, for totally. the year. I think our vision with that is that, yeah, we, we all get really overwhelmed and kind of inundated with especially, you know, especially political messages. Mm-hmm. So um, the idea is let's give ourselves some other context. Some of the films in that strand are older from, from the canon, from past festivals, stuff like that. Yeah. Thinking about how, how were things in history and what lessons could we learn? And also what's just some, some context to give ourselves some empowered language to talk to each other and think about how we participate in in democracy and don't feel like that's a bad scary word <laughs> and know? maybe some room to breathe yeah exactly you know sometimes when you think about the political situation right it just feels like somebody's standing on your chest yeah. right now right and so the idea that maybe some ideas and like you say conversation yeah what are else. the success stories from the american experience yeah. and what are you know who are some of the leading voices that can say we've had hard things before um how do we step up and you know become voices of influence or what do we resist against i think mm-hmm. those are the kinds of things we're trying to arm people with and in, in yeah. having you you know kind of hear these stories from the past and you know again that four-hour film on state legislature from the brilliant frederick wiseman president's day <laughs> And that's on our state legislature. Or it's is, not it's actually. About state um, it's another state legislature in um, the U.S. Okay. Um, but he's uh, Frederick Wiseman is kind of the grandfather of cinema verite, which of course is a filmmaking style right. where you essentially point your camera at something and then show people what you captured. It's right. not editorialized. It's not talking heads. And so it's you. You sit for a four-hour film and don't realize you've been there so long. It's really incredible style, mm-hmm. and you learn so much by engaging with that form. So it, it takes a little bit to get used to I for me for sure <laughs> cinema verite because it's like I feel like it's just a camera on top of somebody's head <laughs> just experiencing right what they're experiencing but yeah. it, it seems like the most straightforward old school GoPro. sort of yeah yeah <laughs> totally um what else should we talk about there is a special I you know we're about all about music and beer as well here um yeah. so we got music coming up this weekend we sure do Again, next weekend actually yeah, next weekend yep. I'm talking to yep. Rachel Gregg 
of uh, the Big Sky Documentary Film Fest. You're listening to The Trail 103.3. So uh, next weekend music. Well, we decided since we're turning 21 this year, we probably better throw a party about it. Right, <laughs> so right. our, uh, our friends um, in Shakewell, of course, our local Such a great band. band. Yeah. So much fun. They're going to play a show over at Free Cycles on Saturday night. Awesome February space. February 24th. Um, we are opening that uh, that concert to the public um there's tickets available to purchase on our website right now mm-hmm. so uh the film festival is of drinking age this year at uh, 21 turning uh-huh. 21 sure right are, so <laughs> kettle house brewing company official beer sponsor of the big sky dock fest has the dock fest ipa Try the limited edition IPA celebrating 21 years of the Big Sky Doc Film Fest. If you're listening out at the Kettle House, uh, you'd be welcome to bring some by the uh, studio. <laughs> we will taste it. It's really good. And, it kind of tastes uh, like the old Eddie sure Out. Oh, it does? <laughs> sure does. I, that, that great beer. Mm-hmm. I love that Eddie it's Out. It's um, but brewing some great beers and happy to have the Kettle House on on board with this uh, limited edition Most IPA, definitely. which has, um, you guys always have cool logos and cool swag Indeed, and yeah, like BT that. Livermore, an artist from Butte, did our artwork this year and cool. it graces the beautiful can of IPA. I do want to <laughs> say, you should pick up a, uh, a copy of the Film Fest, uh, the guide. Yeah. We've got, I've got one in my hand here, but also, you know, they have set up such a great website. I got to commend you on your website because there's so oh, much information, but it's very easy to navigate. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, BigSkyFilmFest.org for more. What else do uh, people need to know, Rachel Gregg? Well, yep. Go to the website, buy your tickets in advance. We are in some smaller venues this year, so seating is kind of limited, so it's always good to be prepared. So we're at the, Wilma, mm-hmm. the this MCT. Weekend, yep, we're at MCT for a couple of days this weekend, and then we'll be at the Roxy um, for the, the remainder Roxy. of the fest. So do we. And then, of course, uh, the Zoo Town Arts Community Center showroom. I want to thank everybody who has gotten involved, all the organizations and businesses certainly sponsoring. It takes it really takes a community to uh, create a Big Sky Documentary Film Fest. And Rachel, you and your crew have always done such a fantastic job and we feel uh, very lucky to partner with you. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Mike. As we kick it off tomorrow, the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, go see some, go see some docs. Go see some docs.